It was a little while ago that I, I think I remember we were looking at the thought of standing still. And uh, we have the thought of, you know, there's a time for everything. So there's a time for standing still, there's a time for walking, there's a time for sitting, there's a time for everything. Ecclesiastes told us that. A time for everything under the sun. So it's not every time that you're sitting or standing or walking or running it's, it's wrong. It's a time for everything. And uh, a couple of weeks ago we look at uh, in, in 1 Kings chapter 13 about uh, a man of God who was sent to Jeroboam to cry against the, the altar of Jeroboam. You remember Jeroboam had set up two altars and he told the people of God, the, the children of Israel, he says that they were to worship there. He said, this is your God, O Israel. Because where they were going, it was too far for, for them. That was the work of the devil. But the thought to me, for me this morning is not what Jeroboam has done, but the man of God who, has, who God has sent to Jeroboam to cry against the altar. And the man of God went. He delivered a message. It says, uh, read from verse 1, 1 Kings chapter 13. It says, Behold, there came a man of God out of Judea by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in, in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus said the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born into the house of David, George by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priests and the high places that burn incense upon, the, upon thee, and men bones shall be burned upon them. So he did deliver the message. He cried against the altar. But we read that it's, it, came, it, it came to pass in verse 4, it says it came to pass when the king Jeroboam heard this saying that he, that man of God which had cried against the altar in Bethel that he put forth his hand from the altar saying lay hold on him and his hand which he had put forth against him dried up. You know, there's a time for everything. There are times when God do drastic things. You remember when the when they when they, when when they were carrying the 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 the, the ark. Thank you. They were carrying the ark. There was a special way to carry the ark. God has given them a special way to carry the ark. But they made a new way. They made a new car. And they put the altar on this car. And while they were traveling along with this car, it fell in a, in a rut. And one of the men who put his hand again to, to steady it, God struck him there. Immediately. Death. So there is a time for everything. 
But what we have here, it says uh, the, 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 the man of God, uh, it says, and he put forth his hand from the altar saying, hold him. And his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up, that he could not pull, his, pull it in again unto him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God has given by the word of the Lord. And the king answered and said unto him, to the man of God, Entreat now the face of God, thy Lord, thy God for me, and pray. Let me read it again. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored unto him again, because as it and became as it was before. That's the grace of God. That's the mercies of God. His hands could have been still out there, but God was in grace. So it, there's, there's a time for everything. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. The man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go with thee. Neither will I eat bread, nor drink water in this place. For so was it charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, drink no water, nor turn again by the same way that thou comest. So he went another way, and returned by the way by and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel. And his sons came and told him all the words that the man of God had done. All the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The word which he had spoken unto the king, then they told him. Then they told also of their father. And their father said unto them, what way went he and his sons? His sons see see what way the man of God went, with which came to Judea, and said unto his unto his verse thirteen, and he said unto his son, Saddle me and the ass. So they saddled him, the ass, and he went and he rode thereon, and went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak, and said unto him, Art thou the man of God that came from Judea? And he said, I am. Then said, then he said unto him, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread, nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said unto me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt not eat bread, nor drink water there, 
nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. And he said unto him, I am a prophet. I'm a prophet also, as thou art. <laughs> and an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee. Bring him back with thee unto thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. He lied unto him. Isn't that sad? So he went back with him and did eat bread in his house and drink water. And it came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judea, saying, Thus saith the Lord, For as much as thou hast disobeyed the voice of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but comest back and hath eaten bread and drank water in this place, of which the Lord did say unto thee, Eat no bread and drink no water, Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers. And it came to pass after he had eaten bread and had drunk that he saddled his his he saddled for him the ass and with for the prophet for which for whom he had brought back. And when he had gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him and his carcass was cast in the way and the ass stood by it the lion also stood by the carcass and behold men passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way and the lions standing by the carcass and they came and told the told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt and when the prophet that brought back from brought brought him back from the way heard thereof said it is the, it is the man of god who was disobedient unto the word of the lord therefore the lord hath delivered him into the lions which had torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord which he has, which he spoke unto him. The thought here as we look at this was the man of God was sent on a mission. He delivered his mission. He, did, he told them he told them what the Lord said. What God had told him to do and he did that all that. Now he was going back home. And sometimes, you know, beloved brethren, we are on a pathway and sometimes the, the, there's a verse which tells us that the... the, the, the uh, what the verse says. But it, 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 it speaks of the, the, the works of the Lord. It says it, it, it needs to be done by haste. Sometimes we are sitting. Sometimes we are standing when we should not be standing. 
Sometimes we are sitting when we should not be sitting. The Lord Jesus himself was sitting with his disciples when he went up into a, a secret place, where he, a place where he usually go, and he, he was sitting with his disciples. But here we find the man of God who he sent out and he told him, don't go back the way that you, you went. Take another way. He did that. But then when he was going back, we found that the man of God was sitting under a tree. Sometimes you would say, well, what's wrong with that? He had already deliver, delivered the message. He had already done the work that he was supposed to do. But he was supposed to go back home. You know, Satan is very subtle. And sometimes when we think that a little thing is too little to talk about, a little thing is too small, this is insi insignificant. Why worry about that? But that sitting down there cost him his life. No, no doubt if he was on his way going back, determined to reach back home to where God could have used him again, but he was sitting down. You remember, uh, it was, it was, um, and I was thinking of three men who were sitting down. And I don't know if I'm going to get to all of them. I don't think so. But, but we have three men that were sitting down. We have this man, the man of God that was sitting down. He was supposed to be going back home. On our way rejoicing. Why are we sitting down? Sometimes we have, we have to ask ourselves if we are sitting down on our way back home. Sometimes we, we just get complacent. We just get lazy. We just say, okay, we can't bother with it. And you know, this will happen, this will happen. That not, it's already done what the Lord gave me to do. So you sit down. This is what we find sometimes on our, our way going back home. Going from grace to glory. But sometimes we find ourselves sitting down. The man of God was told to go, not to go the other way. He was told not to go the same way he, he, he went. But he did all that. But the, the whole thought was that he was sitting down. And there was an old prophet. And you would say, why didn't God use that old prophet? He was from that same place. Why did God did not use that old prophet. You know, sometimes they, 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 we, we, we behave in such a way. Sometimes we are in backslidden condition. And in a backslidden condition, sometimes we want, to, we want others to, to join in with us. We don't mind to see others taking our side and, and sympathizing with us and so on. But the Lord wants us to go on. He wants us to go on. And when we are not in the good, he cannot use us. That old, man, that old prophet was not able to be used by God. And you could see the reason why. He went after the man of God and he told him a lie. I am a prophet, he says. Who thought he was a prophet? But he was, he was not in the good that God could use him. And so he, he went after the man of God and he told him a lie. An angel had come to me and told me that you are out here and he said to bring you back. This is the work of the devil. And you would not have expected that from a man of God. But this is what Satan is doing. 
we have to be determined to follow the Lord. And when, when I get discouraged, when I get in a condition of, of, of life, my spiritual life, it can have a whole effect even on the whole assembly. You remember, you remember um, Achan? Achan did a sin. Him alone sin. And it caused him his whole family. But he was it was it his whole family? It caused all Israel. God said to them, Israel have sinned. So they couldn't even go on. They could not go on. So the encouraging part of it for us today is when we are going on for the Lord. Satan is out there like a roaring lion. And his desire is to discourage us. And when we are in a position like that, Satan is going to use us. If we allow Satan to use us, we are going to cause others problem. And that problem can, can affect in your family life, in the assembly life, or even in society. We need to, we need to be obedient. As, as the man of God was going on, he sat down. May the Lord help us that we might have the desire to go on. So even though he was going back home, and he probably did not have no special time to reach home, but let us go on. Let us go on. Not sitting down under the juniper trees. Not sitting down and enjoying the breeze, you know. Many of us know what it is to sit under a big tree. I, I, I went home and I had a big piece of board, you know, and I put it under a big kneesberg tree I have there. And I tell you, I fall asleep, it was the sweetest sleep. You enjoy the outside there. But sometimes while you are there, this is when Satan comes in. You know, there was another man. And, in, and we found that in chapter, chapter 19. And this, this, was, um, this, this was Elijah. A man like Elijah. Remember when the Lord Jesus went up on the mountain with, with his disciples, the three disciples? It was Moses and Elijah that they saw up there with him. These were great men of God. And you remember what Elijah was doing when God put him by a, 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 a well and the, the, the well dried up. He says, I'm going to send you by a, a, a widowed woman. And he went to the widowed woman. He saw her and his, she was picking up sticks. And she says, uh, Elijah said to her, bring me a drink a glass of water and when you're coming bring me a little a morsel of bread and she said as the Lord liveth I don't have anything I have just a little meal and a little oil and I'm going home I'm picking up two sticks to go and fix it up for my son and myself and then we are going to die Elijah said to her give me first make one for me first and because she had done that you know, the, the, the barrel of meal, it did not de depreciate, it did not deplete. The oil did not run out. And this man of God was, 
was so great. But you know, we find that he he um, there was some 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 uh, prophet of Baal that he destroyed a whole bunch of them. I think it was four hundred. And when he when when after he had destroyed them, Jezebel heard of it. He said, "Now verse." Um, chapter 19 of 1st Kings and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with, and withhold how he had slain all the prophets with the sword then Jezebel sent a message unto him, Elijah saying so let the gods do to me and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time and when he saw that he rose he arose and went for his life he was running and came to Beersheba which belonged to Judah and left and left his servant there but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came unto under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die. And he said, and he said, It is enough. No, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. And as he lay, not only was he <clears throat> sitting down, he was laying down now, verse 5, and he lay and slept under the juniper tree. Behold then, an angel touched him and said unto him arise and eat and he looked and behold there was a cake baked on the coals and the cruise of water and a cruise of water at his head and he did eat and drink but you see what happened he lay down again he lay down again this wasn't the time for laying down this wasn't the time for sitting down a great man of God who has seen all what God has done. But he was running away now from one woman who threatened his life. God was able. God is able. And God was going to keep him and God is keeping him. God was keeping him all along the way. But he get cold, cold feet. He get frightened. He was now not, not thinking right he went and then he was laying down he lay down he fall asleep beloved brethren if we if something happened to us and we get discouraged along the way and we decided that we are going to just sit you know and just say well I've, I'm just going to forget it you're going to depreciate you've got to just go lower and lower so not only now he was sitting down he lay down and he fall asleep he falls asleep and the, but, but you know God is gracious God is gracious so he he went the, the angel told him to arise and he looked and behold there was a cake baked on the coals and the cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and lay down again. Sad, 
to say he lay down again and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said arise eat because the journey is too great for thee beloved brethren the journey that we are on is not an easy one we sing the little song it's not an easy way that we are traveling to glory Satan is there right behind us like a lion a roaring lion seeking who he may devour and if he can get us to be discouraged he's going to cause us to not only to be sitting down not only to be lying down but we are going to fall asleep no good for society no good for the assembly no good for our homes when we are sleeping in time when we should not be sleeping and the angel of the Lord came and touched him a second time and tell him to says get up the journey is too great for thee he says at verse 8 and he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of, the, of that meat forty days and forty nights into Horeb the mount of God and he came thither unto the cave unto a cave and lodged there and behold the word of the Lord came unto him and he said unto him what doest thou here Elijah here what a question. What a question. It's a question for all of us. What are you doing here? You're on your way to, to home. We're going home. We are going on from grace to glory. We are going on from the, from the wilderness of sin. Going on to glory. Why are you sitting down? What are you doing here, Elijah? After you have seen all what I have done for you. And Elijah is sitting down, he's sleeping, he, he found himself in a cave after the angels touched him twice. He get up and he eat and he go. Go a certain amount of time. It's like, he, he, to me, when you, when you read this, it's like, you ever see when you light fire? Some little twigs. And before you, you know it, they come up bright and pretty, but they just right back down. He went right into a cave. He wasn't supposed to be in a cave. God did not send him into a cave. But that's where he went. And the Lord asked him, What are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altar, and slain the prophets with the sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. You see how selfish you can become when we are not in the good. When we are not in the good, we can become selfish. And you find all kind of reason. He was saying now, the children of Israel, what they have done, and all these things. And, the, and, and, uh, and he is saying now of himself, you know, Lord, I am the only one that is left. Looking at himself as if, though, well, then, I am the only one. I am the only it now. I am the one, Lord, who is standing strong for thee. But here you find he was in a cave, sleeping. And, they, and, and then he's saying, they, 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 they're seeking my life. And he said, go forth. 
and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, that's in verse 11. He said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great strong wind rent the mountain and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? It's a thought for us today that the Lord might encourage our hearts, beloved brethren. There are many things to discourage us on the pathway of life. Satan is, Satan is very uh, determined. And we can't even fight against him. We, we, we are no match for Satan. But the word of God says, stronger is, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, may the Lord encourage our hearts today. Simple thought. But we need to know that God is there. And, you know, this is not for those who are listening, for all of us. Speaker and hearer alike. What are we doing? What am I doing? Are we sitting down? Are we hiding? Are we running away? May the Lord encourage our hearts that to know that we are on our way to glory. And He is there for us. He is there on the way with us. May the Lord encourage our hearts in these two words.